It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Process the bottom line. Costco Simpson. Everybody dies. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Woo! Yes, To off the mount with, with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Uh, no, Alex Lowe is not here today. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the only wrestling talk show here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, and welcome to one of the great wrestling programs on Bodyslam.net. This is Off the Match with you every Friday, whether it's 5:30 or 6 o'clock. Every single Friday at 5.30 or 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's important to remember that. I am your host, Josh Silberg. Of course, with me at this time, my co-host and my good buddy as well, Mr. Lyle Gillen. How are you doing, sir? I am doing wonderful, good sir. Um, it was a great Dynamite this week. Uh, it was mm-hmm. good. It was probably it was the second best show since Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that later on. I can't wait to talk about... Everything that happened and have a wonderfully strong opinion that people are going to be upset about. Yes. Um, before we get to all that, of course, we got to get down to the basics, which is how you can listen to us and other programs as well. You download the app. It's all free. What you do is you download the app. If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store. You type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide Sports. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. You can... Read all of our great articles, show schedule, all the great content. If you're driving, you can listen to it on the audio feed as well. If you have an Alexa speaker, a smart speaker, you can listen to us on there too, along with everything else. And don't forget to check this out on Worldwide Sports. Worldwide Sports Radio, excuse me, dot com, as well as we are on Bodyslam.net. Check out the YouTube channel as well. We are on there. We have a lot to get to, like Lyle alluded to. In regards to uh, when it comes to you know, with AEW, with WWE, with Ring of Honor, uh, there's a lot to digest. We're going to get into a recap of WrestleMania. We're going to talk AEW, everything that's going on. Really quick, and I, I did want to share this. Um, now, Lyle is a, is a big Washington Nationals fan. And somebody posted this before. The last time Max Scherzer faced the Nationals was 11 years ago. Um, and the lineup that the Washington Nationals had at that time is, I mean, I'll read it. It was at second base, Christian Guzman. God. Center field, Nigel Morgan. <laughs> third base, Brian Zimmerman. DH, Adam Dunn. Left field, Josh Willingham. Catcher, Ivan Rodriguez, right field, oh, Roger Bernardina, first base, Mike Morse, and at shortstop was Ian Desmond. This is the last time. I thought that would be way worse. I, I mean, the top of the order is really bad. <laughs> well, you have Ryan Zimmerman there. You have Ian Desmond. That's okay. Back I mean, then, Zimmerman wasn't hurt or something. I'm surprised. <laughs> back then, he was at third okay. base. He was good. Yes, he was a okay at that point, but um, when he was on when he was at third, he was fine. That, yeah, that means but, it point. That means it was two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I, I mean, at that point, the Nationals yes, were was. Still kind of, the Nationals were still kind right. of growing. They were still growing at that point. Um, they didn't have. I don't believe they had. They didn't have Harper yet. Oh no, they no. They, they drafted, drafted them, but they weren't up yet. Um, I think they just drafted Strasburg. So. If I remember, I have to see again. But it's just crazy when I look back at that. It's just wild. I mean, it's like... <laughs> what I find amazing is that there was no worse in that lineup. That was his first year with the Nationals. 2011? Yep. Yeah, because the Phillies won the World Series in... Oh, in Nine. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Oh, wait. No, oh, wait. The Phillies won the World Series. Yeah. So then, oh, nine. I don't think he left the next year. I think it was the year after he left. No, it was, it was 2011 he left. That was the first year with the Nationals. Oh, was it? 
Yeah. Mm, interesting. Who was the manager at that on that team? I don't even know. I don't even remember. I mean, that's. I don't uh, know. I just think of that lineup, but it's just like. Hmm, Christian Guzman is leading off. Yes, Speedy's right. I think it was Manny Acta. And, uh, and Speedy confirmed it too. Warth was still on the Phillies. And Strasburg was there. And Harper was up the next season. So they were just starting to get into their own at that point. Um, and everything like that. No, 2011 is, was his first year with the, with the Nationals. I was right. Yeah, doubt the Nationals too. Maybe he got hurt then or something. Probably. Probably. Oh, he could have just not played. Played 150 games that year. Yeah. I mean, that contract was interesting, but, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, just wanted to, that's that just thought. I, I, it's just crazy, like, the, the, the time warp of that from back then. It's just crazy. But getting into it, we'll start with WrestleMania recap. I thought night one enjoyed it a lot. Really did. I thought WWE did a really good job night one, which our prediction last week, we said that that was going, night one was the much better card. I thought Stone Cold just doing that was awesome. He literally gave every single ounce of whatever he had left in the tank. And to take a backdrop on the concrete is just remarkable. Um, it, it really is remarkable that he was, he did that. Um, I'm watching that match. I watched the Stone Cold match back and, 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 and I really, you know what I'm saying? That was his first match since 03. So I think it was 19 years since he, if I'm not mistaken, hadn't had a match. And I was, it was a lot of fun. And Kevin Owens, what I heard was he had a ton of fun with it. You get to be the main event of a WrestleMania. I thought Bianca Becky was easily the best match of the weekend. Do you think that was something that they like told, promised him he, they would do if he resigned? Owens? Yeah. Probably. Well, one, Austin was always his favorite growing up. Yeah. And two, to be the able best, to have that moment was cool for him. The best is that story that he tells um, when... He was younger, and he was, he was, a kid. He was like, 12. Um, or no, I think he was, like, 17. Wow. Um, he was playing with his action uh, wrestling figures, and uh, he liked to do sound effects for the wrestlers when they came out. And he had Stone Cold. Oh, yeah, I had that. The ring. It was, like, the ring thing. I had that yeah. for WCW. It was, like, a ring thing where you put them on a little stand, and it makes, like, their theme music pops off. It was crazy. And he had a Stone Cold, and he was coming, and he was gonna like make sound effects for him, like like, and he didn't feel like him making sound effects of his theme song was enough, so he took a, a mug, and chucked it at the wall to break it, for, like for like the glass breaking noise. <laughs> That's funny. And it didn't break; it went and got stuck right into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I used to draw on my wrestling figures when I was. I used to draw fake blood, like I used to take a sharpie and just draw like red blood on them. And I used to just pretend like they didn't have, like, a bloody match. That's what I used to do. <laughs> I had a whole wrestling collection. I, I had three shelves of action figures. My parents still have them in their attic. I had, like, Sid Vicious, Vader. I had those action figures. I just collected them all the time. And it's so funny that you, like... And then you also saw the Owens picture, right, of when he was younger, took a picture with Austin at a signing, just like MJF did with, with um, CM Punk. So, I think that was a really cool moment. I enjoyed it. It was great. It went over really well. Bianca and Becky had the best match of the weekend. Um, and there was only one moment where Becky did a little, she did a little, the, fourth, the, the flip off the top rope. And she accidentally, her boot hit Bianca in the face. And you actually could see Becky feel absolutely horrible that that happened, and when she went over to go pin her, she covered her arm over her face to talk to her to see if she was okay. Um, so, because I I thought Sasha, I th excuse me, I thought Charlotte Ronda would have the best match of the weekend, and their match completely disappointed me. Um, it just felt like there was no chemistry in the ring between the two. Um, it was weird. It was awkward. Did you see the last of Ronda? No. No, 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 no. I think what they should definitely do is that what I've been reading is they're going to turn her heel. And 
there have been rumblings, if it's true or not, that apparently they might want to put Paul Heyman also with her, which Heyman has been wanting to work with her for a very long since she joined the company. I think that'd be Paul great. Heyman has said on record, I would love to work with Rhonda. Um, which I think, and when Rhonda was a heel, it worked well. So to me, I think it would flow well, it would be great. Um, but I thought Bianca Becky put on a clinic. They really did. And it was crazy because the three the three matches you heard that was going to get the most time was going to be Rollins, Owens, and Charlotte. And Bianca and Becky actually went longer than Ronda and Charlotte did. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, I thought it was the right call. That was one of Becky's best matches she's ever had. Plain and simple. And Bianca just gets better every single time I watch her. And it's crazy because they've thrown a lot of big moments at her the last two years. And she's come up big in all of them. She had a great performance in the Royal Rumble. She had an amazing match with Sasha last year. She had a great match with Becky this year. So every big moment that Bianca has gotten, she's ran with it and done a great job. And she's improved every time I've watched her. This is a girl that does all of her own gear. She creates it herself. She does everything on her own. She puts in the time, the effort, and the work. And I'm impressed with her every single time. Getting, at times, better on the mic. She's still a work in progress with that. But her in-ring ability is next to none. Becky, that was her best match I've ever seen her be in. That was. It was her best I match. Agree. I agree with And that. me, I mean, let's, we're leaving Talking Mania after two, about two things, right? Austin. And, well, not going to talk about the stunner that Vince took. Um, I mean, boy. Um, <laughs> you know, but I like, I like that he laughed about it, Austin, because he knew Vince messed up and he's cracking up hysterically, Austin. Like he went out of character and he's just laughing. He's like, that was hard. And he's just laughing. It was so funny. But of course, the other thing and we're going to get into it now is. As he put it, it was the worst kept secret in wrestling. I, I, I think Vince has probably had some of the best botches ever in wrestling. Oh, 100%. I mean, the guy tore his quad just getting into yeah. the ring. I mean, we leave talking about two things. This no, he, he, didn't, he, he didn't tear one quad. He tore both, like, both of them. At the them. same time, and then he he's just sitting there, he's sitting there in the ring screaming. Oh, and he's screaming at Cena, but he's like screaming at both of them. Um, we're leaving talking about two things. We're leaving it after talking about the moment Austin had, and we're leaving talking about what we all expected to happen. And to me, it lived up to expectations, and that was. Who was Seth Rollins' mystery opponent going to be? Um, and, of course, Cody Rhodes, his theme comes on. The American Nightmare stuff happens. Um, by the way, awesome new t-shirt that he has. I just wish it didn't have the WWE, like, the logo on it huge. Like, if it was small, I would get it. I but it is an agree. awesome t-shirt with Pharaoh and, and his skeleton head logo on it. It is really cool. I, I find it, like, it's kind of bullshit. Like, the entire American Nightmare gimmick, everything about it is a big, giant, fuck you to Vince McMahon, big fuck you to, to the WWE. Wow, he's Whoa. even cursing about this. Look at him go. Are you going to go on your rant now? I don't know. It's a big okay, thing. here, I'm going to get off now. I'm gonna no, 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 you're not. No, I want to watch him for this. It's, gonna, it's a big F you to the entire, that entire company. Really quick, I'm going to mute myself, by the way. Lyle, go on your rant now. I'm going to mute myself. Cody, no, come back in. I'm not going to say it. Come back in, come back in, come back in. Um, Cody said that it was an easy decision. I was okay with it, okay? I was okay. Just okay, you know, whatever. I'm happy for him. Sometimes shit happens, and it doesn't work out. I understand that. 
But when people, and by people I mean the fans who are not WWE fans, people Ring of Honor, New Japan, uh, modern day AEW fans, uh, for a brief time Impact fans, they were the ones who watched him after he left and stuck with him. They followed him. They went to shows for him. Hell, people went to Supercard of Honor in New Orleans over NXT, which in hindsight, NXT was a better show because they wanted to see Cody versus Kenny. They, the fans supported him all the way up there to where he was now to become that megastar. He said that he went from undesirable to undeniable. Without the fans, he never becomes that. He never, ever gets to that point. And he goes on Monday Night Raw and says, when they called, it was an easy decision to go there. That's some bullshit, because that means it's saying it's an easy decision to abandon the fans. And if people want to say, oh, well, they all booed him. They booed him, not because they didn't want him there anymore, but because they wanted him to be a heel. That's what they wanted. That was the Cody they fell in love with after he left WWE. As one of the most hated guys in wrestling, trying to take over the Bullet Club. That's the Cody they, they hated. That's the Cody they wanted on AEW TV. Every AEW fan loved the idea of him finally doing the pedigree and then becoming a full heel. But no, that never came to fruition because Cody has too big of an ego and didn't want that. So now everything Cody said where he's saying he would never go back to WWE is now a lie. Mr. Reynolds is a liar. At the end of the day, he is. Because you can't, he even it's not about money, not about all that shit. So he's lying either about why he left and why he's in WWE, or he lied about never, never going to be leaving. One of those two things are a full on lie. And in my opinion, hey, I'm happy for him, he's happy. Everyone deserves that. But. To say a big F you to all the fans by saying it was an easy decision, that pisses me off. The people that supported him, people that bought his t-shirts, and then to just say, it was easy to leave you behind. Because you know what's the difference between AEW fans and WWE fans? AEW fans, majority of them are not going to watch WWE to the Cody. That's not enough for them to switch. They're not going to be like, oh, Cody's got I'm going to start watching Raw. No, they're not. They might do it for a couple weeks, but they're gonna be like, happy for him. He's happy. Good for him. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna go watch the good show, the good weekly show, where we had a absolutely fantastic main event this week in Dynamite, and enjoy the program from beginning to end. Because every single person that watched Raw after Mania said, "Oh yeah, Cody promo was great," and then the rest of it sucked. It's a different fan base. Cody gave a big F you to all the fans, and I wanted to go on such a bigger rant. It's not 100% what I wanted to do, but it gets the point across. Uh, Cody essentially betrayed all the AEW fans, everyone that was on his side, stuck with him, cheered on him, cheered for him. Uh, even the people that booed him, because they weren't booing him because they didn't like him. They booed him because they wanted him to be a heel. He's a fantastic heel. They wanted a different character. And he has too big of an ego to do that. Should I come back in now? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're here. Uh, um, um, I'll piggyback off that. Um, so, yes, I agree. He, he did do things where it does feel like betrayal. Um, I compared him on Twitter to John Tavares. And I have other Islander fans all agreeing with me. No one is mad at him for for actually leaving. They're mad at him because he was a dick about it. There are AEW fans that are mad at him for leaving, but majority of the AEW fans I know that are mad at Cody Rhodes right now are because of what I just said. He went there, he said, oh, I don't need you anymore. What he did when he left, 
He was a dick. And I don't care if he listens to this and hears it and gets upset, but I know how much he cares about his fans. And you know what? He's an absolute liar to everybody. He went from the face of the revolution to giving them the finger and walking over there. He went from George Washington to Benedict Arnold. He was the leader of the revolution. Out of his words, this was a revolution. And now you can continue. Okay. I didn't know. You sure? Yes. <laughs> I mean, look. Um, unfortunately, I am a AEW fan as well. Um, I understand that Santa... I think people take it over. I think people are going overboard where they're taking his shirt on social media and burning yeah, that, it. Yeah, that's too much. That's too much. I mean, that's much. like really like, come on, guys. It's not LeBron James. Be 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 grown ups here. He's, you know, you also have to remember, um, there's two sides to every story. Now, if um, there is something that's not coming out, that changes my opinion a hundred percent. I mean, look, it's. I but out of what what he's saying. Oh, okay, he's being good. Okay. <laughs> he said there was nothing else. There was nothing else to know. So. Um, still getting his cigars, by the way. Uh, still a fan of his. 100%. <laughs> I am. We're supporting Kaz. What? We're supporting Kaz. Yes, I agree. There you go. See, there's several lines. What, what, what you can do is you can tweet about it and say, we are supporting Frankie Kazarian, not you, Cody Rhodes. Big fuck you. Even though tag, his logo is the one that's on the whole cigar. And then tag American, American um, Rebel Cigars. Yeah. Um. Listen, I, I personally, I enjoyed the promo. I get where people are upset. Um. I do at the same time. Uh, I enjoyed it at the time because it, to me, it sounded, it wasn't even, take the fan aspect out of it, take all that out of it. Um, I think he legitimately, and who knows if this was his main goal, was to eventually, just like it was when you think of Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was let go by WWE, went to the Indies, made his worth, came back, and they made him the WWE champion. I don't think that he did it oh, on purpose. Oh, oh, oh. I don't think he did. I think No, I don't think he did it on purpose either. I don't. I, I think it just fell into his lap. I, I, his lap. He, he's always been a guy who wanted Vince McMahon's validation. And I think when he called him and essentially gave him that because of the character he made, then that made that change. And that's why it's kind of a big F you to all the fans, in my opinion. And that's fine. And, and I agree with you to a standpoint. I, I think it is an F you to the fans that did support him on the indie scene. I think it's... Um, no, we don't know how much money he was offered. He said it wasn't uh, money. He says it wasn't, but I can tell you firsthand that it was probably a ridiculous amount of money that he was offered. Both of them um, probably gave him, gave him pretty, pretty fair, I'm, close I, I'm sure it was a really good contract that he got. He got to keep everything of his. Um, um, he's really the first guy or girl also... That when he was on like the indie slash AEW scene to come back and Vince let him keep everything. It's never happened. And I think that was a huge thing because apparently the report was Vince didn't know if you wanted to keep everything. And other people in the creative office, I think Bruce Pritchard was one of them that told Vince you need to keep what he has because it's working. Yeah, and, and it's smart. Well, Cody said something different. Cody said that he met with Vince at his house and Vince... Said, said to him, if, it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Again, there's probably multiple things that have come out, multiple reports that have come out. Doesn't mean it's all true. But I think legitimately, Cody's promo was authentic when he said he really wants that WWE championship that his father and his brother were never able to have. 
Well, that's and documented. That's always been a goal for him. That was something that even before he left WWE, he, he it was documented that he wanted to do. Yeah. Yes. And and just like he said in his promo, his dad had the picture over their bed and their in their mantle of him holding the championship. And unfortunately, he did not leave that night with the championship. And Dustin never came close to really winning it either. So I don't think this was planned, obviously. I think what happened was something fell into his lap. Things happened behind the scenes with him and Tony. And I, he just felt, it's time for me to move on. I still have a family to support. There's no other option wherever else for him to go. That's going to pay him the money that WWE or AEW is going to pay him. That he could support his family. And I think he was kind of put <clears throat> in a corner where it was, I have to take this contract. Because I understand that it's going to, you know, I've said what I've said. But I know he said it wasn't about money. But again, when you have a family looking like me, right? Like I, I went to, I moved on, I'm not comparing it, but I moved on to a public school because I realized now I, I have a son and a wife to support. And to me, I had to make changes and it, the changes need to be made. But the thing was, I always vowed to myself, I would never leave my job as a teacher in the middle of the school year because it's not fair to the students or anything and i broke that promise and i did it anyway why money is always the first thing i don't care if he says it's not about money money is always the first thing they were my school was paying me triple for what i was getting before and i knew it was going to help support myself and my family and I think Cody looked at this as, I really want to stay in AEW, but I just don't think this relationship can be fixed anymore between Tony and I. And I think we need to go our separate ways. And Cody, Cody was still supporting AEW even after he left. He still follows them on Twitter. He probably yeah. still does support them. Mm-hmm. QT Marshall, Marshall and Spark, uh, Sparks were uh, behind, behind the scenes in WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, look at it this way. Uh, QT Marshall and Ricky Starks were helping him pack the stuff. And the thing that we have to remember is that Cody is one of the big reasons why a lot of these AEW wrestlers are here. Who's next? Who's next to what? To go to AEW. I have a few people. I really think MJF would be one of them. I'm on the fence with him. I don't think he's not going to be able to be the same character at all. He's, he's not. Be, he's not. He's not, but I think he'll take it because of the money. I think WWE. I, I think Connell will offer him crap ton of money this day. WWE will give him a contract you wouldn't believe that I just think Tony Khan's gonna say, This is crazy. You work one day a week. And again, you have to remember the schedule is different for WWE. Yeah. Their schedule is three or four days a week sometimes with pay-per-views. He can get paid almost the same money from AEW to work one day a week. I mean it depends. It depends what Tony feels the worth is. That's how I view Tony. I don't think I don't think I don't think he lets it's worth there. I don't think he lets those main four guys leave. I think Wardlow is another one. Um, I could picture him over MJF. But he's um, over shit right now, man. Why would you want to leave and get really good money and leave a place that you are built and over at? I, I don't that's just not make sense to me. I mean it's just it's just money. How much comes if, out of money? If you're getting the same amount of money though, he's gonna have he has plenty of money. Who knows what MJF want, is thinking though? Who knows what he's thinking? Who knows? Who knows what he's thinking? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this Cody dynamic has changed so many things. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like in the tag team division, there are a bunch of tag teams I could see leaving to go to WWE. There's two tag teams in I AEW. I can picture uh, Pride and Powerful leaving. So can I. Yeah. Private Party is another one. Mm-hmm. 100%. I think that the problem is, it's like, you bring in Red Dragon... You now have Moxley and Danielson. You already have Jurassic Express. You already have FTR. You already have the Young Bucks. You already have Best Friends. Like, you have a billion tag teams in this company already that it's almost like if you're, like, proud and powerful and you're private party and you're – 
I mean, I don't, I'm trying to, you know, like, if you're thinking, like, Butcher and the Blade or something like that, like. I don't think there'll be a guy that goes. No, no, I'm, I'm, just, giving, I'm just giving examples, but I'm saying, like, you have to be saying in your head, like, where do I go from here? Can I go up anymore? Or is this it? Is this all I'm going to, to get? You know, like, think about the last few tag team champions that have been made. You know, Adam Page and Kenny Omega. I can tell you Danielson and Moxie are probably going to win the belts at some point. Like, and these are just tag teams that are just put together. But they're not even using, like, the main, like, the tag teams that came in here as a legitimate tag team. They're using the tag teams that where guys are being put together, which is cool. It's a great idea. It's fine. It's just some of those tag teams that are saying, hey, we're legitimate tag team wrestlers. And we're getting pushed over for Moxley and Danielson, who are, let's be real here, great singles wrestlers. And you're just putting them together. Like, how would you feel? Like, we are tag team wrestling. We came in as a tag team. These guys didn't come in as a tag team. Now you're putting them over us because, why? Because they're over right now? They're not what tag team wrestling is, though. Like that's the argument. I don't think they're gonna win the titles. I think they're gonna. I I don't know. I don't. That, but like you, you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I think the tag team titles should be on our red, uh, red dragon. No, but, but that's not. No, but that's not what I'm saying, though. I what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that the two. Thinking about Adam Page and Kenny Omega, they weren't a real tag team. Moxley and Danielson, they're not a real tag team. Like, these other tag teams that came in as tag team wrestlers are not being put over the way they thought they would be. Like, that's just the, the, the facts of how AEW's been. And that's fine. Listen, they have a stacked tag team division. It's awesome. But the problem is, it's when has it become too many? When has it become, okay, we have enough. Let's take a step back. Let the tag teams we have in our division now develop and become and have rivalries and do what they do, which is being great tag team wrestlers. We don't need to add any more tag teams. Like I think Red Dragon should have been the last one and call it a day. Because you already have a billion of them. You 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 have so many. Like I mean you add like you said you add 2.0, you add um what's another one I'm probably missing Butcher and Blade. Like, these are teams that came in as tag teams. And they're not, I mean, they're not really being used as much. That's, 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 that's the thing. Um, I, I 100% could see Wardlow going over there. God, you know, one guy I'm really, really on the fence about, and I thought about this, and I could 100% see it. Is I can 100% see Ricky Starks going over there. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Ricky Starks. Do you believe Cody when he said that he would tell people, give people an honest opinion on if they should come over? Sure. I, I think he's full of shit. I think he's going to tell everyone who's a star in AEW to come over. I mean, listen, I I don't think Cody's here to sabotage AEW. It's not what he's trying to do. I think what happened was he wanted back in AEW. I don't, just, I, don't, and, I don't know if I believe that. Uh, him and Tony had a bad point. Well, Tony didn't deny it when they asked him. What, where was this? He did like an interview a couple of days ago. He, they oh, were talking about it. He basically he said, "Yeah, I lost a big free agent." Oh, we yeah, have yeah, other yeah, guys on our roster. Doesn't mean anything. It's not mean they had a falling out. Just saying. Hold on a second. saying the obvious that he lost a free agent. Oh, wait a second. Why is it you're allowed to believe what Tony says, but you you don't believe? But he didn't say that they had a falling out. He said he just said saying the obvious. No, 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 but what I'm saying is clearly there was a falling out, because other I, reporters have said, like, Dave, like, other people have said that they could come to terms. The title got stripped from him of EVP. But, but Cody, but no, 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 you said I'm not believing Cody. I am believing Cody. Cody said that, that, that none of that had anything to do with it. I mean, look, he's not trying to start bad blood. You don't want to leave, you don't want to leave letting the door slam on your old boss on the way out. Because hey, you have to go right. back. But you, you he, he said back. that that was never the case. 
that none of that ever happened. But you're the one who's not believing in him, not me. See, I'm not believing him. But I don't buy it. I I don't buy it. To me, when somebody strips you of a title, it's a demotion. It's a demotion. And if it happens to anybody in the world, and I don't care what anybody says, it will piss you off. It will piss you off. And I think Cody was legitimately pissed off. Because he was EVP of this company and he helped invest a lot of money with Tony Khan to this company. And when somebody takes something away from you, you're you're being demoted. You, you, you're basically saying, um, yeah, we don't want you to do this anymore because you're, you know, you're, he obviously didn't say this, Tony, but it's basically him saying, we don't agree on things. Like, we have different values of it. And, and if I'm Cody, I'd be like, can, can we talk about this more? Can we, decide, can we decide on this more? Well, it's Tony's fault that he left. Not because he didn't call it that stuff, but he declined the opt-out. Why wouldn't you accept the opt-out and then try and negotiate an extension? I mean, the thing of it is, he, he, he has accepted other options from other wrestlers, but he didn't accept Cody's. Yeah. He accepted Jericho's, the Young Bucks. Tony claimed that he wanted to keep him around a lot longer than that. And that's why he didn't, he thought he'd be able to then give him a new contract. I don't know if I believe that. There's a lot of things I don't believe in this. There's a lot of things I don't believe in this. A lot of it is still sketchy between both sides. I do do agree with that. I mean, I think Tony's at fault and I think Cody's at fault. There's There's so much. Just, he said, she said, he said this, she said that, he said this. You now, know the Young Book said that one day, if they ever write a book, they essentially hinted that they would talk about what really happened between them and Cody. Now, I mean, I'm wondering if they're really upset about it. Um, because they posted the thing that they wrote. They posted the thing in their bio. I don't think they're really upset. That's all kayfabe. I, I think, think it might just be like trolling, probably. That's, yeah, kayfabe. I think they're... Um, yes, I know what kayfabe is, yes. I think... Uh, that uh, they will write another book and they will talk about it. But I don't think it'll be for a long time. And nor should it be. Not until they're re- retired. Maybe I don't even think they should be the ones to divulge the information. I don't think, I think it should be from the sources. I don't think. I don't think. It, I don't really care who. <laughs> as long as someone tells me what the hell happened. No, I don't I, care. <laughs> no, they they could say what they want to say, but to me, it shouldn't come from them. It should come from Cody or Tony. That's where it should come from. It should come from the sources. It should come from, as they say, the horse's mouth. I don't think either of them are ever going to say what happened. And, and that's and listen, if they want to keep it between them, they're allowed to. He didn't want to be the person that every time somebody new in the company came in, that he would go against them. I I understand that one. That one I, I understand. I mean, they put but you know it's partially Cody's fault. He booked himself into that position by giving him the having that stipulation. That was all his decision, not Tony Khan. Of course, but but you know what though? I give respect that he stuck by his word with that. Well, he had no choice. It's up to Tony Khan after that point. Which oh, I, listen, think, I, mean, I think I think that was the ultimate thing. Tony wouldn't remove that and kept it, and I think that is why because he couldn't become a main inventor. To me. He went up against who? Lance Archer. He went up against Ricky Starks. He went up against Hobbs. He went up against Malachi Black. And every time somebody new came in, like he did his thing with Darby. Um, every time somebody new came in, he was the guy that had to be put in the place. Um, now, I respect him for keeping his word for, <clears throat> excuse me, Saying that, um, with WWE, you know, excuse me, with the championship, he wouldn't get it anymore. Because let's call it like it is in WWE, they they find ways to loophole that. He kept his word with that. He said he didn't want to be a fifteen-time TNT champion. He didn't want he when also I forgot when Brody Lee came in. Brody Lee was another one he had a rivalry with, and he put these guys over. He put Lee over. He put after the match with Stark. Stark didn't win, but he put him over. He put Malachi Black over getting squashed in like under three minutes. He, you know, even Lance Archer, and I said it, that was the one where Lance probably should have won. 
but when you look back at it at the same time to be the first ever TNT champion, it's it goes back to when Chris Jericho was the first AEW heavyweight champion. When you're starting a brand, you need to have that special name out there to be the first championship, to be the first champion when it goes back to say a trivia question. Who was the first champion in AEW? Everybody's gonna remember it's Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. It's a name. I mean, that's just how it is. Should people thought him and Adam Page should have won. But I said at the time, Jericho should be the one that wins because it's... It was the right winner. It was the name. It was the win. It was the name. He did it. He's what the accolades that he's accomplished. Um, I don't know what was left for Cody to even do in AEW that he couldn't challenge for the AEW Heavyweight Championship. There was just... It was so limited. It, it was. was. It was, yeah. It was just, what could he have done? And he's... Listen, I respect him. His match with Seth at Mania was really good. Really good. It was, yeah. It was awesome. And Seth, actually, it was so funny. When we were talking about these rumors, I think it was you that asked the question, who do you think Cody should fight in WWE? And I, and I said Seth Rollins would be perfect because their styles are, are almost identical. And Seth Rollins was also Dusty's one of biggest one of Dusty's proteges. It was, by the way, kudos to Seth Rollins. By the way, thank you for putting huh, Dave Meltzer in his place with his ratings. <laughs> I thought that was a little unprofessional. Oh, really? I thought it was fine. Well, especially since like it's not like a set bar for everything. I think Seth Rollins I is upset. I hate his ratings. Hate it's them. it's all his opinion. That's fine. That's fine. And and again, I I, I disagree with his opinions. Like like, like everyone shat on um Dave Meltzer when he said Vince was gonna have a match and when he when he was adamant that Cody was gonna be going back there and so many things that he reported about Mania and after Mania was over, every single thing he said was true. That's fine. The rumors he could say are true. I don't agree with all of his match ratings. That's fine, it's all an opinion. You don't have to like like Say what, what he said about that. I mean, Rollins... tonight give the Bucks and FTR a five-star match on Wednesday is ridiculous. What? Yeah, he didn't give them five stars. Uh, I mean, that's ridiculous. How? What, what did he give uh, FTR Briscoes? Five. Then I agree. Because I don't think those matches are equal. I mean, look, I think the Briscoes jump, but I think the Briscoes FTR was unbelievable. I oh, think both matches should have been five stars. Uh, but, but then you're saying they're equal. I don't think it was equal. I think I think FTR Briscoe's was a little bit better. You thought it was better? Yeah. Yeah. No, listen. The reason why I could say it's better is because of their styles. Mesh better. Um, it was also the thing is, FTR and the Bucks have chemistry. FTR and the Bucks have chemistry. They do, but the match was longer, I believe, right? Um, FTR Briscoe's. So, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think it's just... Not saying that one match is like, but when we look at it, it was a longer match, it was a better match, they weren't equal part of par, it was just below it in quality. And also, it's a team. I, mean, I mean, look at it this way Meltzer has his opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Seth has his opinion, yeah, but the way he said it, I thought it was unprofessional. Yeah, I have no problem with it. I've heard people say worse things, <laughs> I've heard people say a lot worse things. He could have, I mean, if he started calling him, like, nasty names and stuff like that, then I would have been like, all right, it's a little much. Seth had a banger of a match. And I, 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 I'm curious where Cody goes now in... I don't think he should win the title until Mania next year. No, I agree, and I agree with that. I, I, think, think, I think his first try should be the one. His first try, he should lose. He 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 should be the one to dethrone Roman at me. He should, but that's he, how it should go down. He should lose at SummerSlam against Roman, and then win the Rumble, and then beat Roman at Mania. I mean, I could see him winning Money in the Bank, but no, I, I think it's horrible. That's a horrible. No, 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 hold on, but not, but not cashing it in. Like he'll cash it in the way like Cena did, where he says, "I want a match." I'm not going to cash it in this way. I want to have my match at WrestleMania. That's when I want to have my match and cash it in. And then that starts the story. Line. I don't That's like that. I, I don't like that. I think What's give, the difference? Give someone money in the bank, 
or some shit the WWE title off of Roman that way. And have have uh, Rhodes lose against Roman at SummerSlam. Then, at Rumble, you have him win the Royal Rumble, and you have him win it at uh, Mania. I think that's the best way to go about it. Yeah. Let it drag out. Well, let it drag out. Let yeah, it drag that, out. That, let it win the money and bank and cash in at Mania. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that. Let I, it drag I, Why? AEW drags out rivalries all the time. Well, that, what I just said is dragging it out. No, because you already have it as the third installment of a match. No, it would be second. Yeah, but even so, I'd rather the first first match be at Mania. No, no. I'd rather the first first, first match one be you should lose, lose and then get revenge by, by beating him at Mania. That's how it should be. Don't give him, give him the title the first time he faces him because everyone expects that. I will say this. We agree to disagree. And that is why we have opinions. Um, everyone has two things. Opinions and assholes. Yep, that's correct. And fun, you know. <laughs> We won't say which one's which. <laughs> no, but um, um, before we get to our finishing move, by the way, shout out to Ring of Honor. Great show over the weekend. That was the best uh, show of the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Briscoes, FTR were awesome. Bucks coming out at the end. I'm curious. So I'm guessing the Briscoes are done in ROH, right? Like they're done. So what's the point of the, of the Young Bucks attacking them? That's the thing. I don't know, but the thing is, isn't it? It's up to it's up to Tony, right? It, it's, well, it's up to Tony. It's up to Tony, but he he's not allowed to have him in AEW. That's the problem. Nobody ever said anything about Turner Rick Rick doesn't want them there. They don't want him in AEW. They never said anything about Rick Bonner. No, but you know Turner doesn't want them there because of the comments that Jay made years ago. And I understand that because they were very, very, very insensitive, but they were also in character. I don't think they understand that, but for, no, they don't. Uh, and, 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 for PR and reasons, is, I, I understand. No, and the thing is, like, you know, we he said, and he's apologized since then. Like he was young, naive, right? But like Sammy Guevara said what he said, and he's still in AEW. He already had a contract, though. That's fine, but it's still though. You like go look at um, what's his name was let go from AEW. Um, Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc was let go. He beat he beat uh, his girlfriend though. Right. Listen, like I said, he actually it's, did it's two it's two completely different things. I get it, but the Briscoes can't be there because they said something and they've apologized for it since. And by the way, if you've seen, they've actually been taking pictures with people in in the community. Um, but Sammy Guevara said what he said, and which. Really quick, by the way, this Sammy Guevara... Was, that, that, that was such bullcrap that th- someone dug to try and drag him down during that speaking out movement when that had nothing to do with speaking out. That had by the way, this, this this Guevara, Conti thing, this couple... I love it. it it's so annoying. That's the point of it. It's great. Oh my god. I, I want to see Lambert just beat... I want to see Sky just beat the crap out of him. It's I, think so it's, annoying. I think it's hilarious. I love it. Ugh. And it's all fan-driven because people were harassing the shit out of them online. Look, I, I mean, no offense. I mean, it's like, I mean, could you spew about your love life any more than you've done? That's the point of what I mean, it's like, I mean, my God. I can't even deal anymore with it. It's so ridiculous. But it's like, um, you know, to me, I think the Briscoes made, you know, well, not Mark, Jay made a mistake. Um... He has since completely apologized for it. He's actually been taking pictures of people in the community. He takes part in the events now. Um, and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, there's no show on after us, so don't worry. We got a minute. Um, you know, so... Um, but to me, you know... I, I, I think Turner is really, you know... So, yeah, you know. All right, let's get to our fishing move, because you got... I am guess you have your other thing you have to do. Um, but my fishing move... It's actually about FTR, you know. Um, you look at what they did on Wednesday night with, with uh, the Bucks. You look at what they did on Friday night with the Briscoes. They're a two-time tag team champion right now. I think by the time you end the year, they have the AEW titles too. You look at it, I think right now they're the early favorite for the tag team of the year, FTR. They're doing phenomenal. They're over as can be. The, 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 
the scene they have is amazing. Their gear is amazing. Everything about them is just cool as hell right now. And I love them. And I think right now, they are by far the favorite for the Team of the Year. For sure. And for me, my finishing move is um, about WrestleMania. I thought WrestleMania Night 1 went really well. Um, did a, they did a great job. Uh, night 2 um, was not great. Um, the main event left me a lot to be desired with Roman and Brock. Um, but listen, I, I, I would give Mania a, a 5 or I would give it a 6 out of 10 for the weekend. Because I would I mean, agree with that. You know, for, I think a 6 out of 10 um, – Hundred percent. I think six point six six point five out of ten is fair. They did a lot of great things. The Sasha Bianca match was great. Cody coming out, Austin ending the show, really really good job, um, and everything like that. Um, you know, um, and everything like that. So, Lyle, I know you have to go. So if you have to log up a little earlier, I'll I'll, I'm gonna, I'll end the show. We're doing the um, how to download the app and everything like that. So there you go. Okay. All right. So, really quick, before we go, here's how you listen to us every Friday night and, of course, other programming as well. You can download our app. If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store, you type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store, you type in Worldwide Sports. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, and so much more. Check us out on WorldWideSportsRadio.com. And also check us out on the, one of the best wrestling inside websites out there in the country in the world today, I should say. Bodyslam.net. Check out on the YouTube page on the website. We are all over the place with that. Check out our off the map page as well, which is on our Twitter page. Alex does a really good job. Alex will be back um, next week after a two week hiatus. He will be back. Um, so Lyle and Alex will. Um, due to the fact that I have to do something that day, but I will definitely be on at 6 o'clock. Um, so, Lyle and Alex will be on at 5.30, and they will take it from there. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to our show. Thank you so much. We appreciate it every single week. Uh, all those out there, listen, enjoy the wrestling. Have a wonderful, great, enjoyable weekend. Lyle, have a great weekend, sir. Uh, we'll talk to you during the week. And uh, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in on Off the Mat right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and on Bodyslam.net. So for Alex Lowe's, for Speedy PD, for Lyle Gillen, I'm Josh Silverk. Have a great weekend, everybody. Kenny Omega, take it away. I must beat you at you, so stay with me now if you know it. Goodbye, and good night. Thank you for listening to Off The Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.